You're listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Todd Brunstad, Senior Editor. Recorded live in Las Vegas at Supply Side West. This is Todd Runstead at Informa. We are here at Supply Side West, and we just came out of a smashing hemp summit here, uh, very well attended, and I'm here with Tim Gordon. Tim is the president of Functional Remedies, a leading uh, hemp oil brand out of Colorado, and you're also the president of the Colorado Hemp Industries That's Association. Right. So let's just start off this little conversation with some Colorado-centric things. Yeah. And even if you're not from Colorado, you should care about Colorado because Colorado leads the way. It does, absolutely. So uh, th- there was uh, something in Election Day, which was mm. yesterday, mm-hmm. um, Amendment X. Mm. And so that, was th- that kind of split the hemp industry. Yeah. It ended up passing, and what it would do would would be to take the definition of industrial hemp right. out of the Constitution, right. which is a protected sort of status, yes. and into the legislature, which, you know, it, the, the supporters would say, well, it, it gives Colorado greater flexibility in case the feds do something. The opposition says, well, we can't trust politicians. That's too right. risky. Right, right. So what, what, what's your take on how yeah, that went? I mean, that w- you bring up such a great a great point here, Todd. Amendment X is is really unique here, and it's really it is it's it's been a separation point, a point of deviation in the industry, and and here's why. You know, we have this regulatory baton getting passed from the legislative to the, to the regulators here, call it the FDA on the national level, and you know we we don't know what's going to come down the pipe there, but we do know this that in Colorado we are bound by a constitutional amendment, uh, holding us to the point three definition of industrial hemp now who knows if that's going to change but if it did say if it went to one percent in Colorado we couldn't comply some of our farmers myself I mean it would be at a disadvantage for me in the state of Colorado now flip the coin FDA says okay boys it's going to be or the USDA says you know hemp's going to be 0.2 percent like it is up in Canada well all of a sudden the state of Colorado I'm breaking the law so while it was, uh, you know, it was a sided measure, Amendment X had a lot of back and forth, a lot of, uh, of great conversation around it. In the end, it was really put in place as a, you know, as a coin, as a, as, as kind of a catch. What if, what if something happens? Well, we want to have the availability to maneuver if a what if did happen. So that's really what Amendment X was. So, so would it have... If the say the Fed say nope, it's only 0.2, and Colorado is at 0.3, because it was in the Colorado Constitution, could we say, hey, we're Colorado, it's in our Constitution, you could go pound sand, Feds, even if you want to say 0.2. Whereas if it's just a statutory thing, then the Shh. Feds can say no, 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 right. supremacy. Right, is right. That, is well, that you're you're right, but see, the limiting thing there would be. You know, so if a hemp farmer in Colorado wanted to take their product and it was 0.3% and we were regulated at 0.2, while the rest of the country could engage in intrastate commerce, we would be stuck to inter, intrastate, excuse me, yeah. and, and, and a huge disadvantage there. So that, that's, that's, that's really what I see, you know, Amendment X stepping back and looking at it as, as giving us an opportunity to play should the federal definition change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it it seems like the 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 federal 
action on this front is all via the Farm Bill, which right. happens every five years. So I can't imagine that Colo the Colorado legislature is going to do anything about this for quite some time. Because the, 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 the Farm Bill that's about to pass, that'll stand for the next five years, that's 0 0.3. Yeah. And so maybe in five years, sure, the Farm Bill will shift, maybe, yeah. you know, and if, and if not... You know, who, but but then who knows? Maybe things go so great f over the next five years that there's actual permanent legislation, and sure. not just and a five-year, five-year. Exactly, five year. And, that, and that could follow down the road. I think you're hitting the point on the head, Todd. We don't know. We can yeah. speculate all we want, but unfortunately, right now, we we yeah. just don't know. And Canada is zero point two. That's I, correct. I didn't know yes, that. That's interesting. So that kind of sets up a little bit of a conflict between right. Right, Us and, it, and Canada. You, know, um, you know, in the midst of the 2018 Farm Bill, you know, being put into play in the Hemp Act within the Farm Bill, you know, I supplied comment. We went all over the world and, and gathered all the information we can. You better believe that the USDA, as they look at the industry and look at the regulatory side of it, is looking to our friends up north who have been successful and regulated successful and said, huh, well, do we look at it like this? Do we look at the point two? Yeah. So there again, you know, going back to Amendment X, uh, you know, if 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 they look at the fr our friends up north and they say, you know, this is a great model, let's try it here. Well, unfortunately, it would be a, a model that would fail in Colorado. Yeah. So so I guess what uh, we'll move on. But just one sure. last point is if Canada's point two and the U.S. is point three, that means Canada can export stuff to the U.S. because it's under the threshold. But U.S. cannot export there to Canada. Go. There you go. So, yeah. That's that's weird. You, you would have thought that Canada would have harmonized that. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's interesting, and and, and and you know many European countries are at point two. They are or, or Is that one percent, right? or you know so. It, when we talk about international in the hemp space and as it develops, there's a lot of regulatory process, a lot of regulatory understanding that needs to happen. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's let's get out of Colorado in a little bit, and uh, let's talk about what's in the hemp oil. Can we say CBD? Is that just shorthand? Sure. sure. Um, <laughs> what, what's in the market now? I, I understand there's like 750 different brands yeah. in the market right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Functional did a, an analysis of the last Q of uh, 2017 going into 2018 Q1, really looking at what was out there as far as brands, what products were out there. I mean, like I said, we counted north of 750 different CBD brands, hemp extract brands on the market. A lot of confusion out there. A lot of different brands. That's crazy. It is. I it's, mean, it's, it's astronomical growth, Todd, over the last few years for this stuff to happen in, you know, a very small space, that much growth. It's, it's, it's crazy. I can't imagine that there's any analog in any other part of the natural products industry mm. or really, I'm going to say in any industry that has... 750 different brands yeah. in, in any, you know, like there's the big three auto, you right. got three, right. you know, and, but even supplements, like right. even you take fish oil, you know, I don't know, exactly. there might be dozens, 750. 750 different brands right now. And, and it's largely because we, you know, like I said out on the talk, we're, we're, we're working in a largely unregulated, unregulated uh, atmosphere here where there's a lot of folks who see the green rush and the green mush mentality is very present. A lot of folks jumping in, throwing brands on the market, really not knowing their supplier, knowing the product behind there, but thinking they're going to make money because everybody loves CBD. Right. So, and that's, go ahead. Yeah, well, and, and so th there's, there's differences. There's ways to differentiate. Th you know, yeah. people go at, you know, hey, this is for sports, this is for relaxation, whatever have you. So let's talk about 
um, one of the ways that you can differentiate is extraction methods. Yeah. Now, the, the the sort of two standard ones is the old school uh, alcohol extraction yeah. uh, method, and then ethanol, you know, alcohol, uh, and then you got the supercritical CO two, yeah. which is cleaner, more expensive, and yeah. you know, and so that's that's a that's a point of differentiation. Sure. Um, it, so it. Is is all CO two the same? Is all ethanol the same? No, and are no. those two then CO two and ethanol? Are they different? And well, they are. They are, and and and, and it really depends on your source as to what your outcome is. So you know, you could have a an ethanol extracted hemp oil. Um, uh, you could have two two ethanol extracted hemp oils right beside each other, for each from a different plant, and be have different profiles in those in those oils. So you can absolutely have two standards but within those standards have many deviations underneath them right yeah. so that's so i guess before you even get to extraction as a point of differentiation you need to go all the way really back to the seed genetics you need to go back to genetics and then and then the the, the growing like where is it yes. growing yes you know so. that's just it you start with the supply you look at the supply what kind of genetics are you going to be using and what are those genetics? What are the outcome of those genetics going to look like in a full spectrum extract? And then you start your, 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 your formulation process. But absolutely, from seed, from your source all the way through, folks need to know the exact source and have COAs to, to substantiate those sources. Right, right. You know, some, a lot of agricultural crops, you know, the typical commodities, you know, the, the wheat, the cotton, the, the corn, they've gone through this yeah. seed genetics you know, situation which which is only now coming to the to the hemp business and and I've seen there's you know genetics uh, geneticists out of you know like Poland and and where yeah. where they'll say oh hey you know you want to grow hemp for car dashboards or you want yes. paper or you want medicine. We're, yes. we, you can supply a different seed for each one of those. Absolutely, you know? and that's what's unique here is, you know, the cannabis plant can stretch across many, you know, opportunities in the marketplace, whether it be, like you said, the heavy textiles, non-woven textiles, all the way to, to soft-woven into clothing. Talk about all the way into construction material, using hemp for, you know, anything. Plastic, bio-based, it's the future of the industry right there, Todd, right. absolutely. It's really potentially the future of the world i mean it, it, it can disrupt point. so many industries that's right? it that's great hemp is going to be the eternal disruptor for the next 15 to 20 years across a gamut yeah. of industries i might even say 50 to 75 i'm with you i'm you with know? you i'm with you i mean you. that's that's really exciting that now would, would the plants look differently if you're growing a hemp for dashboards versus cbd sure sure yeah. definitely they, you there would be a visual difference a lot of the uh, hemp that's grown for fibers is is uh is planted differently it's planted like you tr see traditional row crop planting, maybe 30-inch spacing, with uh, you know with precision ag seeding down the down a down an in row, um, long, tall, skinny, fibrous material, long, tall hemp um, used for you know a variety of, of of extractions for like you said whatever it may be lignans, anything you want to put into construction material, whereas the CBD side looks more like traditional uh, marks maybe looks like a Christmas tree, more like people would envision marijuana. And you have to remember that there's really no difference. Cannabis is cannabis. We've given definitions to hemp and marijuana right. along the way. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about another point of differentiation, and that's the uh, carrier oil. Like, mm. it, does that make a difference, like MCT or olive oil or Absolutely. hemp oil? Absolutely. So there's a, there's a variety of different carriers that work specifically better, in my opinion, and, and in my many years of research with cannabis. You know, cannabis is 
if you look at go back to the plant, all of those active, those beneficials, those phytonutrients, they're all lipid bonders. They all work with plant fats in their metabolistic work in the plant. So it makes sense that in a final product, a lot of these concentrated oils would bond with a fat, like an oil, olive oil, MCT, where you would have a very efficacious product along with the cannabinoids in it itself. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. So now another way that you can differentiate is just product innovations like um, the structure function claims that you make. Yes. The, the, the beverages, like so the delivery format. Yes. You know, and then whether, oh, I want to make this for a pet or a human. Um, and then, you know, functional foods. Now, you, you've said we're only at the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So what's yeah. underneath? Yeah, underneath that is, 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 you know, it's really for us to create. It's just waiting. The iceberg is like a beautiful, clean slate under the ocean with, uh, with a Rembrandt waiting to be pasted into it. We want to see what it's going to look like across the board when we have all of these different cosmetic products, maybe the beverage-based products. You can script this, you can paint this picture underneath the iceberg in a very beautiful way because it can be so large and cross so many categories. Man, that is amazing. So uh, Jeff Sessions got fired today. Jeff did. Does that bring an element of relief, or is he just going to be replaced with another yeah. uh, reefer madness drug warrior? Well, I, I, I hope that's not the case. You know, in, in a sense, it's an element of relief, but you, you see who's in the, uh, you know, who's in the on-deck circle to replace him, you know, coming out of, of Grassley's neck of the woods there in Iowa. We may not have uh, the person we want there. Right. So Grassley know, was, he got outvoted 22 to 1. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. so, so the one guy is, is going to be <laughs> next. So... So I guess it's same we'll, old, same we'll old as, as yes, far sir. as Department of Justice. Yeah. Um, so uh, one last thing, Tim. I noticed in your presentation today you brought up estimated profit with a P H E T. That's a killer <laughs> Grateful Dead tune. A little touch of gray. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's biggest hit. Yeah. Maybe not his greatest song, but you know, good one. Yeah. And uh, so is is Jerry chuckling in his grave in the Ganges now, knowing that it's like th th this plant is getting liberated? Well, I think so. I think there's a lot of folks up there who have. Uh, you know, fought for this plan over the year and have been proponents of hemp and cannabis. Jerry Garcia, you know, you think of Mr. Hare up there, old Jack, who's looking down on us. And I mean, we have a lot of great folks who've passed away, who've really paved a lot of uh, a lot of the streets we're on right now. Yeah, so, that's excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. Tim, nice talking to you, man. Great, Todd, thank you very much. Thanks. Wonderful time. Yeah, we're going to we're going to keep going into hemp. Let's, uh, you know, we got Absolutely. 50, 75 years of disruption ahead of we us. We do. Let's do it. It'll be fun. All right. Thanks, Todd. Yep. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the health and nutrition industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud account. This edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast was recorded live in Las Vegas at Supply Side West 2018.